Hello and welcome back to the Across the Pod NFL podcast. It's time for a bumper episode as we preview week 16 in the NFL. I am, as ever, your host, Andy Davis, and I'm joined by very, a very big amount of guests today. Our largest episode of the series, we've got four guests as well as myself on today, all coming from the Third and Long podcast. Our first guest is a returning guest, a Ravens fan. With us today is Shane Harris returning to the show. Shane, how are you? Andy, once again, as I always say, always a pleasure, and I'm so happy that we've got my boys along for the ride as well. Yeah, it's nice to have some returning guests, first of all, in Ollie Hope. Ollie, how are you? I am good. Uh, thanks for having me on again, Andy. It's always a blast coming on with you. So I'm excited to preview Week 16. Absolutely, and of course, the main the main highlight game we're talking about right at the end, because it is the last game of the week, will be Ravens 9, so it's three fans of those teams involved in this group, in this uh, podcast today uh, it should be a crack of an episode but we do have two new guests first of all first time on the guest we've got phil perrins phil how are you i've been told in advance um to be in my best behavior and not make it all about me tonight on the show but thank you ever so much for having us on the show today Andy. great to have you on so we've had a fan of, of the second <clears throat> seed in the AFC, a fan of the one seed in the AFC, two fans of the one seed in the NFC, and a fan of the last seed in the AFC. We got with us today making his debut on the show, Ollie Butler Henderson. Ollie, how are you? Uh, looking forward to being the Patriots on the clock at number one overall. <laughs> do, you, do you think you're with with the, with the Panthers winning and do you, and with you guys losing on the weekend? Do you think you guys could actually have that one seed? Um. Yes. <laughs> if it rains a bit more in Carolina, yes. Huh. And with that pick, I'm, I'm guessing you'll take Caleb Williams over Drake May? No. Jaden Daniels. Interesting. Okay, Heisman Trophy winner. I've never actually seen him play, so I can't really comment, but I, I always assumed it'd be Caleb Williams who gets the um the first overall pick. If he enters the draft. what any of you are saying it is, right now. but I'm, I'm, I'm a lot higher on Jaden Daniels. I think his movement around, he's, he's Lamar 2.0. Lamar 2.0. Um, but but Jaden Daniels isn't a Belichick quarterback, so it will probably be Drake May because he's the most Belichick, Ian. If he, that's uh, well, if he's there. That is, that, be there. that is true. So, Ollie, as you are a first-timer... Um, why the Patriots? Out of all the teams you could have picked in the NFL, what made you go with the New England Patriots? Um, picking up Madden in 1999 and scrolling through the teams going, oh, I don't know who to pick. England, that'll do. <laughs> oh, fair enough. I assume to be maybe one of the more modern stories of, oh, because of Tom Brady or because of they were good. So it's nice to have that. You weren't maybe a total glory hunter, even though you are a man. No. You know? <laughs> yes, uh, I knew this was coming. I knew this was coming. <laughs> Do you have a mute button for that man? <laughs> no, I mean, it was like scrolling across, I didn't know, and it's like, oh, New England, England, that'll do. You know, as you do when you're like young, uh, 25, change all, your, all the players' names, put your mates in. I was like, oh, I put myself quarterback, I didn't know anything else about that. I didn't know I'll end up playing defensive back in my 30s. <laughs> I bet you couldn't leave your luck when the Patriots ended up winning all the Super Bowls. I bet you just couldn't believe your luck when you picked the best team of the last 20 years. I chose wisely. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you're proving with Man U as well, maybe it's um, gone the other way for you now as a sports fan. You've had all those years of Man U winning. All right, all right. I can step in by uh, enough of this. Right, you were lucky against us yesterday. You were lucky to get a draw yesterday. Let's just leave it were there. Were we though? Were we though? Uh, I, no. I, I think yes. <laughs> we were lucky. 
Yeah, I'll, we're, we're lucky, to, uh, I don't think it was it was good for me the team really. Um, but Phil, um, you're the other new guest on the podcast. Um, so you're a 49ers fan. Some will say a closet Raiders fan, but overall you are a. <laughs> fan. Um, so a reason why I ended up getting into the 49ers. So um, I, I come I come from like a, a military family, and my mom served uh, in the RAF, uh, and she was stationed in Berlin in the 80s, and she was stationed with quite a lot of Americans. And it was just as when the NFL was starting to come like quite popular over in the UK. And you said like the Americans that um, were massive Dallas Cowboy fans. And um, so my mom started following the Dallas Cowboys. So when I was like a lot younger um, and we were watching it on the telly, um, you know, looking at it in hindsight, my favorite Power Ranger was the Red Ranger and the 49ers wear red and gold. And um, I just, I just fell in love with like San Francisco and, uh, the boys hate it now, and Shane literally he knows what's coming. But like my favorite ever NFL player is Steve Young, Steve Young and, yeah. um, and 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 um, I was the word Steve Young before you even said it. And, and when I when I was like again just in the nineties when they were just coming towards the end of like their um you know, their golden years so to speak. Uh, yeah, Steve Young was still literally one of the best NFL players, and um, yeah, in like in the two thousands, like well, Butler Henderson was waxing over Drew Bledsoe and the Brady bunch. Um, you know, that, that, that I, I still stuck through with being like the faithful. And like, again, when I went to university and I started playing American football, I played a uh, tight end to begin with, and I ended up playing defensive end. Um, you know, it was just when like the Jim Harbaugh kind of were like, you know, he was, you know, we got to the Super Bowl, we got to two NFC championship games and it was kind of good being a good 49er fan again. Um, and then we went through like, like being rubbish. And then these boys absolutely hate it when um, we're good again. And um, just all the <laughs> all the time i just love to just remind them that the 49ers are legitimately the best team in pro football i can just imagine your household when the cowboys play the niners must just must be the most 10 nervous because <laughs> like because like because because I'm, I'm 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 like um like half geordie and my family are like half geordie half wolverhampton wondrous fans so when wolves play newcastle united it's the parents derby because like literally there's uh, one side of the whole family are all like proper newcastle united diehards and then the other side of the family that are all um like wolverhampton wondrous fans oh well, you, you must all be very depressed being wolves and newcastle fans why no. we're seventh in the league we're above we're above we're above manchester united it's fine oh uh, see so, yeah, that's all about that's, that's not hard though that, that, that's not a cheat anymore trophy. That's your trophy, that is. That's like saying being better than the Patriots. We are. <laughs> I think what is. Dukes beat out Colts better than the Patriots. That's why you need to follow a league team because you can just convince everyone about how bad their football teams are because you accept that you're rubbish. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is fair. That is fair. Um, so we are here to predict the winners of Week 16 in the NFL. This is an earlier than normal recorded episode. It is coming out on the Wednesday but we're filming it on the Monday, so we can't yet reveal what the scores are from last week when Paul Hope came on because we have got one game left to go, which it is tonight. Um, so we will reveal those later on in the week. Um, so the first game is probably one of the, 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 the least exciting games of the week. On Thursday night, shock horror, as the Rams take on the Saints. Um, we'll go to Ollie Hope first. Who's winning this game? So um, I have a burning hatred for the Rams. <laughs> Obviously, because I'm a 49ers fan. <laughs> However, despite them both being seven and seven, I feel like the Rams are on a bit of a roll at the moment. Matthew Stafford's balling. Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup are both great receivers. Karen Williams is running over every team. So I think the Rams are going to win this and they're going to win it quite heavily. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I don't. I think the Saints are 
so inconsistent. You don't know what you're getting each week. One week they're good, one week they're absolutely terrible. And I just think the Rams have a bit more for me. Uh, we'll go to the other, Ollie, um, for your prediction for this game. Yeah, I pretty much agree with Baby Hope down there. Um, sorry, we call him Baby because yeah, one of my, my best friends' wife used to work with him and he was called Baby Hope. Um, baby. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with um, Mr. Hope down the bottom. You know, they've both got a 7-7 seven and seven record. You know, the Rams are probably are the better team, I think, in general. So I'm going to go with the Rams to win this one. Karim Williams and Puka Nakua, both fifth-round pickups, and they're acting like they're first- and second-round pickups. They're both excellent rookies. Excellent, oh, excellent rookies. Fantastic. I think if it wasn't for, I think, you know, Strauss probably is a favourite to win rookie of the year, but I think look at Jordan Addison and, and Puka Nakua, probably the, ne- the next best um, options in that, in that category. Um, Shane, who's winning this game for you? I gotta go with the boys and yourself, Andy. It's, um, if the Rams play like they did against the Ravens, the Ravens were lucky, lucky to beat them. I thought they played really well, and everyone says so much about the offense. Everyone forgets about Aaron Donald. Mm. Everyone forgets about probably the best defensive player of the last five or six years. You know, so and yeah, Rams all the way. Uh, Phil, is it a clean sweep for the Rams? No, good God, no. Um, I love it. <laughs> I I love it when teams uh, not just turn on, like fans turn on their teams, but also turn on their quarterback. Two weeks ago, uh, Derek Carr was being booed by his own fans. And then the following weekend, he's being cheered. And, you know, it, it kind of made me happy because, you know, when I see Derek Carr cry and his eyeliner starts like running down his face, um, it makes me feel quite sad for him because I quite like Derek Carr. Um, and I really can't bring myself to saying anything nice about Stat Padford. So I'm not going to say anything nice about the Rams. Um, but I, I think the Saints have something legitimate to play for. I mean, their division is wide open, so to speak. And I think they've... The two teams have got really, really good momentum, but I'm just not going to say the Rams are going to win. I'm going to go Saints. Interesting. I never would have thought a month ago we'd have two NFC South teams in the playoffs right now. I think the Saints got the seventh seed and the Buccaneers winning the division. So that's something that I don't I think it says more about the NFC than the actual division. That's um not a good look there. But we move on to Saturday at 9 30 p.m. in the UK. Uh that'll be what, 4 30 p.m. in the Eastern time. Uh Christmas Eve as the Pittsburgh Steelers host the Bengals. For me, I think this is quite easy. The Steelers are just in a rut right now, and the Bengals have got some hope without Burrow. Um, so for me, it's quite easy. Bengals win. Um, go back with you, Phil. Who's winning this game for you? Um, so news news came out that um, the Pittsburgh Steelers would be starting uh, Rudolph the pick six reindeer. And I, I don't like the Steelers. Sorry. I don't like the Steelers. Um, you and me both. So I'm going to go with the Bengals. Because I just think um, Browning is just playing like a like an angry man, um, and I said it on the show this past weekend before they played um, was it the Vikings the weekend um, that he's playing like a man possessed. Now Joe Burrow is going to come back in next season and be the starting quarterback for the Bengals, but Jay Browning is he going to be happy being number two? We've seen you know in previous seasons where a quarterback has played really really well when someone's gone down. It happened with Kaepernick. It's happened. Bledsoe, um, it happened previously, like years ago, with like Steve Young and Joe Montana. And Browning's probably playing to see where he's going to end up next year because there's going to be like a few teams that are going to be looking at potentially bringing in a quarterback and not necessarily drafting. So 
Brandon's got them playing really, really well. They've got such huge momentum. They look good. They haven't really like they haven't really lost a beat in the last couple of weeks. So I'm going to go with the Bengals over the Steelers. Yep, certainly him and Agatha Minshew are going to be two backups that are going to be, you would Brother. think. Whoa, 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 very... whoa, 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 Don't, 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 don't go into Minshew. Do not go into Minshew. He is better than 75% of the quarterbacks in the NFL. Philip, am I correct or not? Well, that's not true, is it? That is not true. Thank you. Somebody else has seen sense. Well, I think he's definitely going to invite to be a starter. I wouldn't say he's better than... Three quarters of the league. Well, maybe right now because all the starters are injured. Maybe he is now. (laughs) You've got the elite five of them now. (laughs) Um, Shane, first of all, what's your beef with the Steelers? I heard you express some rage towards. Yeah, yeah. You see this, this here, right? You see this, this here. When you don those colours, when you follow that team, when you bleed purple and black, you have an. Inner hatred for those towel spinning stupid people. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's not my show. I'm not going to on it. That was brilliant. Um, Jane, who's winning this game for you? Oh well, as I said on on our show on uh, Thursday night, the Bengals with a decent quarterback and a very dangerous team. You know, they've got Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, T Higgins, Drew Sample as well. Who's who's um you know he's an underrated weapon, but a weapon nonetheless. Yeah, I'm going Bengals all day. And finally, to the two Ollies. First of all, we'll go for the older Ollie of the two, Ollie Butler Henderson. Who's winning this game I for you? I prefer Wiser. I prefer Wiser. <laughs> you prefer Greyer. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm greyer than all of you lot put together. Um, a lot more hair than my, the gentleman to the, my left. Um, yeah, I mean, we're all, I think we're still at all at T Higgins' catch and touchdown on a Saturday night, you know. Oh. But I do think. Um, they're going to be turning off Rudolph's red nose and it's going to be a Bengals win. Yeah, I mean, that catch for me is, I think, the best I've seen in... I think it's the best I've seen along with Justin Jefferson's last year of the last probably five years. I think it's the best we've seen probably since Odell Beckham. I, I, it was such an unbelievable catch. Um, finally, Baby Hope, your prediction for the game. I'll make it unanimous. Usually when we have unanimous on this podcast, they go and lose. Yeah, but they do. <laughs> I've, yeah. I've got... I've I've got Cincinnati winning this. Jake Browning is having a great, well, second half of the season. And although the Steelers' defense is good, um, I don't think their offense is good enough, especially with Mason Rudolph as quarterback. Yeah, I Mason Rudolph, it, Mason Rudolph will be safe because obviously he's not playing the Browns and Miles Garrett, so he's safe. Yeah, so <laughs> safe, safe from safe from flying helmets. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this game, I think, again, is one that might be quite easy to predict. But I'm begging you, I'm begging you, if you are listening to this podcast, Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler, please, please beat the Bills. I, I, I don't ask for much for Christmas. It's, I ask, I've asked for, I've asked for a, a new jumper, but this is one thing I want more: is the Bills to lose this game at Christmas time because I can't. If they, my birthday is on that final Sunday of the season, so I have to go to my birthday and have Arsenal, Liverpool, and then Bills, Dolphins for the AC East. I'm not my heart's not going to take it, so I'm begging oh, Bills, please lose. And we beat the Cowboys. Uh, it's Bills against Chargers yeah, in LA. Ready for you. Uh, I, I think the Bills win this season. I'm hoping, you know, without with Staley gone, it might give them a little bit of a bounce. But I just overall, I think that the Bills are just right now. I I'd probably say the second best team in the AFC right now on current form. They've been that good since uh, Ken Dorsey got fired. So for me, yeah, Bills win easily. Uh, back with you, Ollie Hope. Who's winning this game? So, I've been banging the drum all season that Staley needs to go. You have been banging. 
<laughs> sorry, boy. I couldn't have it. Sorry, sorry. Go on. Um, and now Staley has gone. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's going to make that much of a difference. The Bills are <laughs> one of the informed teams at the moment in the NFL, and I think the Bills win this easily, like they, they like they did against the Cowboys. Yeah, and I think you know. Chargers gave away all those points against the Raiders um, last week. Uh, I think that Chargers defense is is struggling right now, and I think that they got the players to do it. But I just don't think against a Bills team that they're gonna do too much. I think they'll ultimately lose again. Um, Phil, for your prediction for this game, I am a big Josh Allen fan, and I'm a big fan of Josh Allen's family, and I'm a big fan of Josh Allen's upbringing. Um, the Bills are hitting their stride um, accordingly in going into like the end of the season, the business end of the season. I predicted that they would beat the Cowboys um, last weekend, and they did, and they embarrassed the Cowboys. And you're talking now about a Chargers team who were embarrassed. It's, they, they had their pants pulled down on national TV by the Raiders, and the Raiders stood there and laughed. The Bills are infinitely a better team. Than the Raiders, we can all universally agree on that. I can't see anybody else but the Bills coming out with it, and Josh Allen looking like like an MVP. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Shane, for your prediction for this game, for those of you that don't know, um, this wonderful, wonderful man and host of this show, Mr. Andy Davis, has been to every single NFL stadium that there is, all 32, which is one hell of an achievement. The beautiful piece of headwear that I'm wearing on my head is directly from M&T Bank Stadium, a place where I will probably never, ever go. And just for the fact that he got me this for my birthday in October means the world. And I've said to my partner, if the house burns down, I'm taking this and everything else can burn. For that fact, I'm going to go with the Chargers, just because, hey. yeah, because it's nice for Andy. Well, I hope you are the one who's right here, because that would, that would make my make my Christmas week if we were to beat the Cowboys and um, <laughs> and you were to beat the Bills. Because I think if you lose, if they lose the Chargers and we beat the Cowboys, that's the division wrapped up, I believe. My, my math is right. So, um, yeah, I think if the Chargers do get the win, I'll be going into that Sunday, that Christmas Eve, with um, a lot of hope in my heart as the back of my wall. Also, yeah. um, pardon, finally, pardon the pun. The Ollie Butler Henderson for your prediction for this game. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I'm going to be um, hoping you don't have a heart attack on your birthday. Um, <laughs> yeah, Josh Allen, ever since Josh Allen had his hair cut, he seemed to have resumed his powers. Um, <laughs> they found a run game. They found out that Josh Allen doesn't need to make every single play a, high, a highlight reel and it's working unfortunately and I'm glad I'm not going to Buffalo on New Year's Eve because I don't really want to see us all get absolutely pummeled so I am going for a Buffalo win and James Cook is a brilliant running back and he's going to put up another 100 plus yards again Oh amazing, you know I actually I would mention this on our next <clears> episode <throat> but I actually fell asleep on Sunday and missed pretty much the entire the second lot of games, which is unlike oh. since COVID. Um, I woke up and it was like, the Bills are winning by th- like so many points. I need to actually watch those highlights. And I saw, when I saw a stat line, I just couldn't believe just how many yards he put up. And I saw my fan- fancy team and I was like, hey, hey, it's even better. So um, yeah, good times. Um, 
So heading on to the Sunday slate, um, the first lot of games of 6pm is in Atlanta as the Falcons host the Colts. Again, I think a pretty easy one for me. Uh, I think even even with the Falcons um, still battling for division, I just think that ultimately the Colts are too, too strong for them. So for me, Colts win this. Um, Ollie Hope, over to you for your prediction. Okay, so it's been well documented on our podcast that although I'm not a big fan of Gardner Minshew, I think him and the loaded Colts offense will have too much <laughs> for the Falcons. And let's not forget the Falcons did lose to Carolina last week. Yeah, I mean that that game was terrible. I, mean, I don't know if you do the the DraftKings thing where you had um, to get a touchdown score of every team to win money or something, and it was. Um, them and the Jets are two teams I missed out on. So, um, yeah, that's terrible. 45p per, um, per, per ticket as well. So, no one really turned up for either. So, um, all around a terrible, terrible game. Um, Shane, for you, who's winning this one? Um, Mr. Perrins, I would like to call you in for yeah, our vote on this one, if you don't mind. I want Firstly, a answer. Oh, we, we can give you a collective answer. Philip, when you're NWO, you are NWO for life. Thank you very much. NWO. And in that vein, in that vein, no, no, we no. do push, as you can tell, with Hollywood Gardner Minshew's notes ringing around <laughs> this podcast. We, of course, will go for the, as I said before, <laughs> one of the top 75 quarterbacks in this league. Mr. Gardner Minshew, Esquire, the owner of the most glorious moustache in professional football. Oh my God, he's so beautiful. <laughs> they, do this, they do this every week. Yeah. Oh, um, I don't know how you guys are still with him on the podcast. <laughs> There's a great budget it's called Mute. There's also another button we tend to use, which is remove. Yeah, that. <laughs> I can see that as well. Um, Phil, I'm guessing you're also the Colts on that similar thing. Yeah, I, I just want to take, I just want to take like massive exception to uh, Baby Hope for a second because he said like the loaded and stacked Indianapolis Colts offense. Now, not overlooking the fact that how great Minshew is because he would start for most teams in the NFL that aren't San Francisco, Baltimore, Chiefs, Eagles. Yeah, that's kind of it. Um, pretty much it. <laughs> that's, pre- that's pretty much it. But like, the this is a Colts team. This is a Colts offense, right? That doesn't have their number one overall pick in the draft this year. They were playing without Jonathan Taylor. And did anybody see Pittman get absolutely mullered? Mm. Like, on that hit. Yeah, so to say that these Colts team that are supposed to be like the Houston Texans in a rebuild, um, they're massively overachieving. And Minshew is literally spearheading that. Now, the, he's a momentum-type player. He's a momentum-type player when he was in Jacksonville, the brief stint when he came in last year um, for Hurts uh, in Philadelphia. So, But he's literally leading this team. Um, so I'm going to go with the Colts. Yeah, I can see that as well. And Ollie, clean sweep? Um, yeah, it's hard to look away, isn't it? I mean... Desmond Ritter could have literally sewn up that game on Sunday night against Atlanta and he threw the most ridiculous pick going. Um, and I watched Mac Jones for half a year this year. So, you know. Um, yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's, I mean, even when Pittman got absolutely 
bent in half and was a rightly ejected to that game, they still found targets. You know, they're two, they have their third and fourth string running backs literally running through the through the Steelers O line. Was it Steelers O? Yeah, it was Steelers O line, wasn't it? And still managing to literally turn points over, put 30 points on the Steelers. So, yeah, I'm going for Indianapolis. Okay, and we've mentioned Carolina. They're hosting a game once again. Whether it be 45p again, I'm not sure for a ticket, but they host the Packers. Um, and for me, again, I think it's another easy one. I think the Packers will beat the Panthers fairly convincingly. Uh, sticking, we'll stick with you, Ollie, but Henderson, um, for your thoughts on this game and who's going to win? Uh, you won't be having 45p tickets in this game because the Packer fans travel and they travel well. We saw the money came over here. Yeah, the amount of fans they had over here. Um, Jordan Love is a better quarterback than Bryce Young. Bryce Young is sometimes feels like he's a deer in the headlights. It's mm. completely startled. You know, the the wide receivers in Green Bay are now coming to play. Jalen Reed, Christian Watson, son of come back to it. Um, I'm going for a Green Bay win. I can't see Carolina winning another game this season. No, I totally, totally agree. Um, other Ollie, um, what's your prediction for the game? So the Panthers have looked better since they got rid of Frank Reich, who is another coach that I've been banging the drum to get sacked. However, I feel <laughs> like at the, mo- lines, aren't you? at the moment, <laughs> all the Packers need is love, and the Packers will win this quite convincingly. Shane, your prediction? Ordinarily on our show, when I mention Green Bay and I think they're going to win, I go into some sort of amateur, sorry, amateur, very well sung karaoke containing the word love. But since we are pressed for time, yeah, Green Bay for the win. Okay, and finally, Phil, um, is it a clean sweep for the Packers? No, no. Um, I mean, no, no. I'm, I'm going to go with the little, the little Carolina that could. Um, I'm going to go. But there's no reason behind it. That they have shown me not really anything to um, suggest that they will win this game. But damn it, I want to go with Carolina. There is a reason why Phil's bottom of our prediction league in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah because like, the first half of the league, I would literally was not... Pe- Since I've been like hyper-focused, I've cut the lead <laughs> down so much that you guys get proper salty about it now. You get yeah. proper salty about yeah, it. D- d- don't, don't forget in our fantasy league, you did go 0-15. Yeah, because I kept getting rid of my players after I realised that I wasn't going to do anything. So I was just going... I was just like trading them away just for like (laughs) willy-nilly. Next up is is a game between a team that Shane's team snaked in the 90s in the Cleveland Browns as they go to the Houston Texans. Middle game. (laughs) game. Um, Nice! (laughs) You want to start with me, yeah? Yeah. Okay. This game worries me because we haven't locked up the AFC North yet. As of right, as of this recording, we're two games in front of the Browns. We're three games left to play each. We could still lose, concede the AFC North to the Browns with Joe Flacco playing like playing really well at the moment. Of course, I'll always push for Super Bowl winning quarterback Joe Cool. Um. She wanted to win the starting fullbacks to win a Super Bowl, just to put it out there. And um, oh, have a minute now. Trent Dilfer, even worse. The great Trent, the great oh. Trent Dilfer. We're all big fans <laughs> of Trent Dilfer on the show. Yeah, oh I want God. the Texans to win, but I think the Browns will win. Uh, so, Texans or the Browns, Adam, you seem to give them both teams there. 
Actually, so I want the Texans to win. Oh, you won. But I think the Browns will win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, for me, I've got real two horses in the race. I mean, I want both teams to win. I want both to get more wins than Buffalo. Um, but I do also think the Browns will win because I think even if Trout is back to health, whether he's back to fully being the guy he was before, I don't know. A bit like Trevor Lawrence after his injury recently. So for me, yeah, that Cleveland defense alone will win this game for them. But I think they've got a great run game as well. So, um, so for me, yeah, the Browns win this. Um, Ollie Butler Henderson, over to you for your prediction. I am going to disagree with you. Hey. Not that it's, yes, agreed. Cleveland Browns defense is very, very good. Their offense is okay. Joe Flacco's doing okay, but he is finding the opposition cornerbacks more than his own wide receivers at the moment. Sick burn. Um, <laughs> the Texans, they've shown without Tank Dale, without Nico Collins, without CJ Stroud, they managed to beat the Titans. Yeah, the Titans aren't Cleveland Browns, don't get me wrong. But we will have CJ Stroud back. Nico Collins will probably be back this weekend as well. David, uh, Pierce is still out there. Singletary, the cornerback is superb. They've got enough to win this game out, I think. So I'm going for a Texans win. And Phil, uh, for your prediction. Um, I Because of like how I feel about uh, Deshaun Watson, I don't like saying anything positive about the Browns. And even though Joe Flacco is having a... Like a fifth chance. Renaissance, you're looking for? Renaissance is what you're looking for? <laughs> uh, well, it's fifth Renaissance. I mean, he, most people his age are looking for picking up their pension. He's looking for some reason for an extra paycheck. I don't begrudge him. He's doing all right. Um, but I do, I do agree with Hendo. He is finding, um, uh, opposition defensive backs more so than his own wide receivers. And I think it's a little bit deceiving with how well he's playing. Um, we love D'Amico in the Bay. I think he's doing a fantastic job for the Texans. And I think it'll be tight. I just think the Texans' offense is better than the Browns' offense. And I think that will win. Um, the Browns have a fantastic defense. I think the Texans have a pretty decent defense. But uh, it'll be low scoring, but I'm going to go with Texans. Okay, finally, Ollie Hope, your prediction. So the two big factors, I think, for this game is the health of CJ Stroud and the health of Will Anderson Jr. And I believe they're both going to be back this week. So therefore, I am going to predict the Texans to beat the Browns and agree with Phil that I do think it will be quite a low scoring affair. Mm. Interesting, interesting. Um, next up, I think, could be a quite high-scoring affair um, as the Vikings take on the Lions in Minnesota. Phil, you first. Who's winning the game? Um, I'm I'm going to go with the Lions. I said, um, again, my, my, my crystal ball about how the Lions were going to perform the weekend. I said, because they got more or less embarrassed the weekend before, they don't tend to let it happen. You know, multiple back-to-back games and they absolutely demolished um, the weekend. The Vikings are such a mid-level team that they've got no direction because you know when um, Cousins went down, their season was kind of over because none of their backups were good enough to keep them going. Um, I don't rate, you know, there was the Pastronaut and then there's Picnic. Um, they're kind of like rudderless. Uh, whilst the Lions, I still think their defence 
is very inconsistent. And when Goff plays well, Goff is fantastic. But I think even if he has a dodgy game, I think the Lions have just enough to beat the Vikings. Okay, and Ollie Hope, your prediction for the game. So Nick Mullins in San Francisco under Kyle Shanahan, which Purdy and Garoppolo flourished in, was five and twenty-one. And I and living through that, I can just never ever put my faith in Nick <laughs> Mullins to win a football game, ever. Yeah. So I have to pick the Lions because Picnic is just not at the right level as an NFL quarterback. Enough. I, that's why I've gone for the Lions as well. I just don't think the quarterback situation there is all good in Minnesota. I think the Josh Dobbs honeymoon phase was certainly over with quite quickly. So yeah, Lions for me as well. Two weeks. It literally was two yeah. weeks. We had two week two weeks of really really good games, but then a good NFL defense. We able to watch the you know watch the film and literally pick him apart. And as soon as that happened, he has looked bad. He's looked every bit of bad that he was before he went to Arizona at the start of the season. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Shane, your prediction for the game? Not being funny, but Nick Mullins couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat, in all honesty. We are big fans of Dan Campbell on the pod. We all love him. We all think he's brilliant. And I, and again, the Vikings have got two good, play, two good players, JJ and Daniel Hunter. After that, there's nothing there. And the Lions, of course, I think they'll definitely, definitely beat the Vikings. Ollie? Henderson, clean sweep. Yeah, I mean, definitely. The Lions got ripped apart for picking out Jamal Gibbs, Sam Laporta, and um, the linebacker Jack Campbell in the first couple of rounds. And all three of them are having stellar seasons. Sam Laporta is an outside chance for rookie, offensive rookie of the year. I don't think it's going to happen because CJ Stroud's done enough. He is probably going to be the next generation of elite tight ends. Um, Jameer Gibbs proved why he was picked up at 12 overall. Um, yeah, even Picnic's son was bored of watching him on Saturday night. If anyone saw that, he was literally there playing with his tablet, not watching his dad. Um, so I am going for the uh, Detroit Lions, not just to please Ella. My hey, we're going to skim for a few games now, just quickly give predictions. The four games are the Commanders going to the Jets, Seahawks at the Titans, Jags at the Bucks, and the Cardinals at the Bears. I'm going for wins for the Commanders, Seahawks, Bucks, and the Bears. Ollie Hope, back to you. Who is winning those four games for you? I agree with you on all four of those, Andy. My predictions are exactly the same. Okay, and the other Ollie? Your predictions for um, Will Levin's got a, as a um, ankle sprain, so he's out. So that's going to be Seahawks win. Um, Jets are going to want to put that ugly goose egg, goose egg away. So that's going to be a Jets win against a poor commander's team. Um, Jags are going to probably be without Trevor Lawrence. So that's going to be a Buccaneers win. Um, you know, Baker Mayfield is having his a second coming again. Uh, Mike Evans, you know, he's guaranteed 100 yards a game near enough. Gentlemen, Cardinals, Bears? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, Cardinals put 29 points up on those lot last night. On yeah, the they looked good. Last night. Um, Washington, you know, Chicago are, and that's putting it nicely, Justin Fields is a mere quarterback. I'm going to have the Cardinals pick up their fourth win of the season. What? Hey, interesting. Uh, Shane, for your four predictions. Um, I completely disagree with my old buddy, the uh, 
a bottle of red wine himself, Mr. OBH. I genuinely think Justin Fields is a really good quarterback, and I think at a better team, he would he would be a star, 100%. And I think the Bears are going to beat the Cardinals, even though the Cardinals did put up a fight. They did they did have a bit of a puncher's chance against the so-called best team in football last night. Um, Yeah, Jags played well against the Ravens last night. I'm going for a Jags win. Um, the only loser I can see in the Commanders-Jets game is the fans, in all honesty. But then I'll go... I I go with the Jets because, yeah, as as Ollie said, I'll agree with him on this one. That goose egg did not look good. A bit Robert Robert Salah is super annoyed. So yeah, I think the Jets will win that one. And was there another one? Yeah, Seahawks Titans. Oh, Seahawks all day. If Gino's back, they've got a really good offense. <laughs> <laughs> Chuckling that now. Oh, sorry, I'll tell you when it comes to me. Go on. You'll go now. Go on, so. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, it's 2023 and uh we're talking about Gino Smith. We go, oh if Gino's back, Gino is not that great, okay? He is one of the quarterbacks that Gardner Minshew would eclipse um, if given the opportunity on the team. I don't rate Gino whatsoever. However, having watched the Tennessee Titans play live and we've documented on our show before, like with me and yeah. Hender, we were just sitting there literally calling the plays as as they happened, like the, how they'd line up. We were literally calling the plays and lo and behold, it was the exact play that we called. Um, they're not that great. So I think the Seahawks with or without Chino have enough to beat the Titans. The Titans, again, such a lower level team in the NFL this year. They're not the worst, but they're not, by no means the goodest. Goodness, that's horrible, Graham. You can tell it's Christmas. The goodness. The best. Um, teacher, you are Jesus. Is, 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 I teach a practical subject, mate. Um, <laughs> is Aaron Rodgers scheduled to try and play? I don't um, think. I think now they're out. I think they're just going to leave. I think if he'd beaten us, he may have played, they said. But I don't think he'll play now. <laughs> that's such an Aaron Rodgers thing to do. If we still have a chance, I'll give it a go. But if we're not going to bother, oh, I'm not going to try. Um, I think Oh, I think the Jets... Um, Again, Zach Wilson's playing for his future somewhere else. It's not going to be in New Jersey. Um, but I, I think Zach Wilson, even on games where the Jets have been bad, he has not been the worst part of that team. Even yesterday, I watched the highlights this morning, Jets, and I felt really sorry for Zach Wilson because his offense is just like a conveyor belt, isn't it? It's literally just letting people through. Um, it's like Actually, it's like a his O-line is like a security... Um, check at like a Sunday league football game. Like it's literally just like pat them down, let them go through. I felt really bad for him. Um, so I'm going to go with the Jets. Um, and then I'm going to go with, I actually been really, really disappointed with Trevor Lawrence this year. I think even with him out, he's not going to make much difference, even if he played. And I'm going to go back with the under Baker um, because Tampa again, have something to play for. And they're kind of going head and head against um, the Saints for that pitiful division. Um, Cardinals played really well against us. Um, the Bears are the Bears, but the Bears, oh, the two teams aren't really playing anything. But the, the, the Cardinals played really well against us. I was really surprised with how much they put on our defense. However, we missed 16 tackles, which was our season highest in the league this year. Um but I think the cards are better than the Bears, even with their defense like Deontay Sweat. So I'm going to go with cards. Okay. And now for one of the games, what I'm looking forward to the most, well, I say looking forward to, with a lot of nerve and trepidation, but either way, should be a cracking game for the neutral. Um, two of the best teams, if you look at their home records this year, in the Dolphins, taking on the Cowboys in Miami. Now, my head says Cowboys because we can't beat a good team, and my heart says the Dolphins. Dolphins. 
Is that, and that's why I'm going for the Dolphins because I think both teams are amazing at home when they're up against it on the road. But this things aren't going their way, they struggle. So I think purely for the fact that we are the home team, I think that we beat the Cowboys. But I think if it was in Dallas, I would have that for an easy Dallas win. But I just think at home, we may hopefully end that narrative of not being a good team. We haven't beat a team with a winning record since week three of 2022. So we've got a big Incredible. narrative to try and overcome. Uh, Ollie Hendo, for your prediction for this game. Oh, he's jumped on, our, on my nickname from the uh, podcast. I know, he's, yeah. like, he's like your buddy now, isn't he? Um, it's a case of who doesn't want to lose this game. Cowboys don't beat good teams. Hmm. You don't beat, uh, sorry, Dolphins don't beat teams with a winning record. Um, Dallas's record is poor, it's a three and four. Dolphins' home records are six and one. I do think having the away fans with the sun or the away bench with the sun blistering down them does have an effect on it. Um, I do reckon Tua get picked off at least twice by that Dallas defense. <laughs> I, I, I think he will. Like, I think he will, Gendry. I can't even ask that. me going God. against Tua. I just think Ron, Ron Bland or Ron Bland, uh, Ron Bland, whatever his name is, is 10 picks, eight pick six this season. Eight. Wow. The Butler Henderson. To our vendetta continues. And the agenda continues. Wait, honestly, you right. guys give me so much jip when I talk about how crap Trent Dilfer was as an NFL quarterback. But like so the hate that? that like Gardner Minshew and Tua get from you like is actually <laughs> sometimes I'm ashamed to be a part of this podcast sometimes with the hate <gasps> that you guys give Tua and Gardner Minshew. It's diabolical. Right. Can I finish? Yes. Can I finish? <laughs> <laughs> um but I do think, you know, you can run. You will run. Mike McDaniels has lots of motions, lots of, you know, there's no straight passing. There's lots of motions, a lot of movement. I was really struggling with that last night. You know, so I think it's going to be a Dolphins win. Love. Luckily, Dallas already in the playoffs. Yeah, that's the thing as well. They probably already got their, their maybe their feet on the sand for now. But again, they still got to go for the... the the division, so I, I don't know. It's it's tough, but I think I can see us losing. But I think the fact we're at home. I know we lost to the Titans at home, but I think overall we've been insane at home. I know it's a jet, but we get shut out on Sunday night or Sunday afternoon. Um, yeah, so I think we're hopefully that game against Titans has given us the kick up the backside that we needed. Um, Shane, for your prediction for this game. I've been saying all season, I don't see ending in the Cowboys. I have no idea how they've done so well. Mike McCarthy's not not a fantastic coach. I mean, yeah, C.D. Lamb is having a, a fantastic season. He's showing everybody why he was picked so high. Dak is in the in the MVP conversation. Tony Pollard's been in and out, up and down, you know. I think it all goes on how, I think, if they, if they can't cover Tyreek, and if, and if Devin Achan has a game, I think you'll win. I really do. I think you were very, what's we're looking for, um, underrated, considering the weapons you have, Jalen Waddle, you know, um, Mostert as well, who's on 20 touchdowns for the year, which is more than most teams combined. Yeah, I'm going for a Dolphins win. I'm going to disagree with you, Shane. I know I'm, I should be saying the same as you as a fan, but I'm a very big pessimist when it comes to sports fandom. And I, I do think we're quite overrated. I'm not going to lie. Until we beat a good team, what, what are we going to do? Nothing. We haven't been lost to the Bills, the Eagles, the Chiefs and the Titans. I think until we beat a good team, I don't see us doing anything. But, you know, again, I think we've got the players to do it and I think we've got a team that can beat anyone on our day. But it's got to, I think everything's got to click. But, um, yeah, 
definitely going into the playoffs with a bit of bit of nerves. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Um, Phil, for your prediction. I, I think you are too negative on yourself now. I don't know whether or not it's the Mike McDonald's connection. I love it. Um, <laughs> but I, truth be told, and this is not being a 49er fan who universally hates the Cowboys with a passion, but the Cowboys have already played their Super Bowl. They beat the Eagles a couple of weeks ago. That's their mm. Super Bowl. They got embarrassed by us. And I'm not going to keep going on about it, but they were embarrassed by us. They played Philadelphia off the park. Yeah, well, we did the same thing to Philadelphia. Um, but then to back it up after a week of trash talk, they were horrible last night. Like I cannot stress this enough. They were not good. And this is a good Bills offense. It's a good Bills team as a whole. But like Josh Allen was just running over their elite defense. I think the Cowboys will do exactly what Cowboys have done for 30 years. And they all flatter to deceive throughout the regular season being bullies to lesser teams because that's essentially what they've done the eagles their divisional rivals were the only real test that they've had this year um they've just beaten bad teams and they're embarrassed you know last night i don't see them really turning this around before they go into the off season um and i said to you guys last night it was about like when the Bills were like winning and I said, you know, they're already out. And I think you said, Shane, like they've already, they're already in the playoffs. They've already got their feet up. And I'm like, that's such a loser's mentality if that's the case. Now, I'm not throwing shade at Shane. It's, you're absolutely right because we know in other sports where teams do the same thing, where they're like, they're guaranteed so they take the foot off the pedal. But if that's how you're going to play before you go into the playoffs, you're one and done again. Or you'll get to the divisional round and you'll be done again. Um, I think the Dolphins are a better team as a whole. I think... <laughs> the idea of Dak Prescott being an MVP candidate died last night. Um, and I, I think Tua is a better candidate than... I think Tua is a better quarterback than Dak. And I think the Dolphins have more momentum going forward and it would mean more to them because of you know what's going on in their um, conference as a whole. So I'm going to go with Dolphins. I love that. And I'm hoping it'll be a clean sweep when Baby Hope gives this prediction. It will be a clean sweep. <laughs> and unlike uh, the elder statesman of this group, I am very high on Tua and think he's a very, very good quarterback. Yeah. And um, I, uh, being a 49ers fan, it's sort of ingrained in me to absolutely detest the Dallas Cowboys with every fibre of my being. So I can't predict the Cowboys to win. And I really hope the Dolphins get it done. Me too. All I'm saying, that I really hope it's on Sunday. All I'm saying is two is not a top ten quarterback. Like it's it's crazy How can you say that? How can you look in the mirror and live with yourself no. and say that? He is. How do you, you, how do you like your, how do you tuck your children in at night and still say that? <laughs> I'd be a liar. <laughs> hey, no, no agrees with me that Tua's not a good quarterback. <laughs> no, I, I think he's a good he's a top ten quarterback when Tyree Kill's playing. When Tyree Kill isn't playing, He's not even top 15 or 20. I, I think he really struggles. Oh, then again, then again on, against the Jets without Tyree Kill, but it was against the Jets. So, um, yeah, I'm not completely... I've never been really completely sold on him, I think. Uh, a bit like Darwin Nunes, to be honest. Um, ah, <laughs> I think Darwin Nunes frustrates me a lot more than two. Darwin Nunes, I... I, I did How did he not get so last night? How did he not score that? How did he not... How did he stop running in that one chance in the box? I, he, anyone who's me, I, I actually... I, I really would can't stand Darwin. He's like, I, I <laughs> face me every single game, uh, but he's got a nice smile, so he gets away with it. 
by <laughs> <Bye-bye. laughs> um now the next three games I think we should skip over because they're very very one-sided easy wins <laughs> before we before we do can we can we let my old buddy Mr OBH take the Pats game please the what game the Pats game oh and actually we need oh, to talk about the Chiefs as well so yeah for this one I think we got Broncos at Patriots sorry Patriots at Broncos Raiders at Chiefs Giants and Eagles I think personally that's three for me personally easy wins Broncos Chiefs and Eagles but Ollie Hendo um are you saying the same as me? Um, Tommy DeVito is a great quarterback. Um, what? What do you say? He's a great quarterback. Tommy DeVito. Outrageous. Right. I've said this before, Lars. That Tommy DeVito is in the same enigma as Gardner Minshew. He's a How cult. dare you? He's a. Oh, I'm loving the reaction of these two. He is a cult. He is. He'll be forever known as a brilliant backup around this league and do the job around the league. A great backup. Um, the Eagles' defense will probably take that Giants' defense apart or offense apart. Um, yep. So that's an Eagles win. Chiefs will beat up on the Raiders, even though the Chiefs weren't that good against us. And if we score more than 10 points against Denver, I would be completely shocked. Um, it'll be a Denver win up in my life. Okay, Phil, your predictions. Um, I'm going to go with Denver uh, because Denver really need to turn it around from uh, their poor performance the weekend. Um, Do you know what? I don't think the Chiefs are all that. I actually thought that the Patriots were really unlucky against. Was it the Chiefs they played? Yeah. Um, I I I don't. I think Kansas are having the worst the worst downturn of luck this year and I think the Raiders are going to have a lot of swag and they kind of can dictate what happens in their division so I'm going to go with I'm going to go Broncos I'm going to go Raiders and then I'm just going to go with um the Eagles because like DeVito is like he is oh he's just the fact that you just said he's a great quarterback as well like, I just can't <laughs> get my head around that like you'll bash to it but you'll literally praise he thinks McCorkle's uh, a good quarterback I know, too I know, I oh know my god he did think McCorkle is a good goalkeeper um yeah so I'm gonna go Eagles yeah hey um, baby hope your three predictions oh this is this is catching on now isn't it yeah um <laughs> So, as much as I'd love to predict the Eagles' loss just to help the Niners get one seed, uh, I don't see it happening against the Giants. So, Eagles win. The Patriots are a lost cause this season. So, let's go Broncos and Chiefs <laughs> Raiders. I do think it will be close, but I'm going to go Chiefs. Okay, and then finally, Shane. My old buddy... Mr. Butler Henderson doesn't have much to smile about these days being a Man United fan, much like myself. But um, I'm going to put a smile on his face this time and I'm going to say the Pats are going to beat the Broncos. Why not? Anything can happen any given Sunday. And then I'm going to go with the Eagles and Kelsey and Mahomes and Rashid Rice and everybody else on the Chiefs to beat the Raiders. Okay, well, here we go. The reason... Oh, oh, I'm just going to go and make a cup of tea and I'll be back (laughs) in about six minutes. (laughs) Ravens against the Niners, of course. There are three boys here that support these teams in Phil, Ollie, Hope and Shane. Um, massive game. Both won seeds right now. Some are saying Super Bowl preview. I sort of think Chiefs Niners is, but either way, it should be a great, great game. Um, 
might as well go to our first Niners fan first in Phil. Phil, mm-hmm. how you seen the game and can your team get the win? Um, short answer, yes. Um, we are. I wasn't necessarily over the moon with our defensive performance um, the weekend, and the reason why I'm really, really high on the 49ers and Brock Purdy's hole because, and Baby will echo this sentiment as well. During the Carl Shanahan years, we have been dominant because of how great the defense has been. Um, and Jimmy Garoppolo was very much a stop-start quarterback. He, he very much stunted how great this team on offense can be. Um, it hasn't worked out with Trey Lance. It's working out perfectly with Brock Purdy. And Brock Purdy now is not a, he's not even a game manager. He's a game changer. He's a game extender. Um, and he's proving that with every performance that he's played this year. This is why he's a legitimate contender for um, the MVP this year. And so it's taken that pressure off the defense to go lights out every single down because even if they concede a field goal or a touchdown, the 49ers score on every drive this season. Like, they literally just... It's ridiculous. And we absolutely blow teams away by half time. Now, you can say that Carl Shanahan is probably one of the best offensive minds in the NFL, but the team as a whole, Brock Purdy as a whole, he's got weapons around him. We just look really, really good. Now, I know Shane is a massive Lamar, you know, wet wipe, and he loves... Lamarck. And he loves, he loves, he loves, he loves, he loves his Ravens, and rightfully so. They're a great team. I think this is our WrestleMania rock versus stone cold moment. This is a prelude Mm. to what I think the Super Bowl is. I, I think the Ravens are the best team in the AFC. And I think the 49ers are the best team in the NFL. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Shane, the purple corner over there. Who's winning this game for you? As Mr. Perrins rightfully said, this is the main event of this season. This is the biggest game of the season. You can keep your Cowboys offense. You can keep your Chiefs bills. This is the biggest game of the season. And on Christmas night, no less as well. And now I love Mr. Hope and Mr. Perrins. I love my boys to bits. God knows, right? But I'm not going to choose violence now, because mainly because we're running out of time. Niners are a fantastic side. As Phil said again, probably the best team in in the NFL. And I've got to put my boys. I've got to do it. I've got to do it. I mean, like I said, we've seen, we saw how they defended against the Cardinals yesterday. The Cardinals can put up that many points against the Niners. What are a team like ourselves going to do? Do you know what I mean? i got to go for the Ravens. But if you, of course, um, I will say it now, and Mr. Perrins will back me as well. We are doing a live watch-along of the game on Christmas night, 1.20 in the morning. So if you want to bring your mince pies, bring your bring your cans, bring your drinks, bring your Prosecco, whatever, come have a party with us, and one of us is going to win, and one of us is going to cry. Well, if you're wondering right now, I'm a morning bird, so I'll be watching that game at 6am, not knowing the score, so I won't be there with you. <laughs> Hopefully it's a good watch-along, and I want to see the highlights of that, uh, of that watch-along. Um, now, our other Niners fan is Ollie Hope. Ollie? How are you seeing the game? Who's going to win? So um, I'm glad you brought up the um, fact that the Niners defense didn't play that well against the run, um, actually, Shane, because I feel like the big reason was that was the lack of our two interior linemen of Javon Hargrave and Eric Armstead. And you'll be glad to know that they are both slated to be back against the Ravens. And I think that will really shore up our defense. Um, I know we pushed for time, so I'll echo everything Phil said with 
the offense clicking, McCaffrey, Debo, Kittle, Ayuk, Juszczyk, even Elijah Mitchell, people like that, all balling. So I feel like, although the Ravens do have a good defense, I feel like our offense might overpower them. And I think it's going to turn into a bit of a shootout. But I think the Niners will win just. Okay. And then uh, our, one of our two neutrals, including myself, in you, Ollie Butler-Henderson. Who's winning this game for you? Um, there's a reason why San Francisco plays so well as their running back. Um, Ravens do have a good run defense, but Christian McCaffrey is different level. He, I swear this guy's not human. Brock Purdy is having MVP number standard season, so is Christian McCaffrey. Um, I don't trust that Ravens defense enough to stop that Niners offense. I'm going for Niners win. Sorry, sorry, Shane. I do apologize. I don't disagree, I don't disagree with you about everything you said, right? Well, for me, I think if the Niners hadn't had the division and the the sort of that and playoff position already confirmed, I'd say them. But I think the Ravens have more to play for, and I just think ultimately. Just for the first game after winning after winning the division, they may take their foot off the gas slightly in San Fran. So I'm going to go for the Ravens to win. But I'm hoping the Niners win. That would be an amazing, amazing <laughs> result for me, personally. Uh, that would really help my game. That would also be- anyway, can we, anyway, after that... I've always liked the, the Dolphins, the Andy. I've always liked the Dolphins. <laughs> well, also, it would make a great... That game against the Ravens, even more of an exciting one for the neutral if they were to lose, because that would make it literally... Winner probably gets AFC on, on New Year's Eve. So, um, yeah, should be a cracker. But that is where we'll end the podcast today. So, first of all, thank you for all of you for coming on today. Anytime, my You're welcome. Anytime. Oh, I have having loved us. it. Thank you. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on for the first time and having you guys back on as well. This has been the Across the Pod NFL podcast, our Week 16 preview, and we'll see you guys next time. Niners, baby. <laughs>